1991, I was the recipient of the ever-so-loving nickname, Tia Tonkalot. Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead, I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal, though. I actually really love to listen, too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays, though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't veer off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Hello, hello, everyone. I am so excited. A little bit different episode today. And we have a special guest, Sarah Light. And I have had the pleasure of, I feel like I've met Sarah in person, but I haven't, but I've had the pleasure of interviewing her um, in the past and getting to know her business, her life, uh, a lot about her family and what she's up to because social media is so darn awesome. But Sarah came into my world through a networking group, which I haven't talked a whole lot about here on the podcast just yet, but I will. And I promise I'll interview uh, the founder of that networking group, but that networking um, uh, group and um uh, I guess I don't even know what to say. It's not even just networking. It's so much more than mm-hmm. that, but um, is the refine, uh, refine community. And the refined community is a group of faith-filled women that get together either virtually or in person. And, and right now it's in the Twin Cities, um, Minnesota, uh, but the virtual one is all over and Sarah happens to be in the all over <laughs> virtual, <laughs> uh, virtual one. And so... I uh, met Sarah through this group and she had a product that I was drooling over. And if you've been following me on social media at all, you have seen this beautiful product and it's called a soul planner. And so Sarah, thank you so much for uh, taking the time during this crazy launch that you have going on with your second edition uh, to be interviewed on the Tina Talks A Lot podcast. Absolutely. We would love, love, love to hear a glimpse of your story in what got you to this spot right now. Um, This podcast is really all the things that I love to talk about, and this just so happens to be one of them, and I love hearing (laughs) people's stories. Yes. Well, thanks for having me on, and I agree the Refine community has been a really big blessing to me as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing that interview. Um, But this is... So this is the beginning of the second year of soul planners, but obviously the journey um, goes way before that. So before I started this, I used to be in a direct sales business and I um, like most people in a direct sales business, it's not the only thing you're doing. And Mm -hmm. so I found myself trying to do a lot on a very little amount of time being a mom and um, having a husband that has a busy job and having my own work. And so I have had to figure out how to like basically work a full-time job in part-time hours Mm. while like enjoying and thriving in my family life as well. And so just time management and priorities became a strength of mine. And I was always looking for a planner that would on paper allow me to live out these priorities. I I got them in my head, but I needed Mm -hmm. to live them out on paper as well. And I was just always like clipping pieces of one planner to another, to another, going to FedEx, copying things, just making my own thing. And the people around me just asked me, oh, I like that. Can you make one for me? Can you make one for me? Um, 
And so eventually I decided like, let's like actually do this and design it and make it pretty. Cause these were like black and white and they weren't centered and it was just a mess. It looked like it was copied and pasted like it was. Um, so I decided let's, yeah, let's make this a real thing. I think there's a need out there for especially entrepreneurs and females working and everything out there is either really beautiful with no functionality or it's really functional and just ugly. So I wanted to bring those two together. I love it. So I remember seeing uh, you announced inside of the community and I went right to your website and I have been living in this space of a digital calendar, you know, a notebook thrown in my purse, um, you know, just uh, just post-it notes all over. And prior to that, I loved planners. I was at, you know, the, um, Oh, I always forget the name of it. No, ty- Typo. It was a, a store in Mall of America. And it was like one of my favorite spots. It was all stationary. Mm-hmm. I would go like, you know, pens, everything. I can make you out on it too. And uh, we would get the planner of that uh, time. And it was really cute, but it was, it was just, you know, to lay out your day. And mm-hmm. so when I saw the details in your planner, I couldn't wait to get it. And then as you know, of course, but you know, to tell the rest of, um, you know, the people listening is I loved it so much that when we did our uh, retreat for my direct sales business, I made sure that every single person there had one of these planners. And what was most effective about it is we actually trained out of it. And so that piece was so cool. And part of it was because of your goal setting piece inside of this planner. And I, it's so important. I mean, I think there's some stat out there around that billionaires write down their goals two times a day or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have no aspiration to be a billionaire. Like I just don't want that stress. But, um, I mean, if the money wants to come in, I'll let it. <laughs> but, um, but the idea though, is that successful people leave clues and successful people write mm-hmm. down their goals. And that part of your, uh, your, you know, the, planner, you know, slash journal slash whole life organizer is just amazing. So one question I have for you is from first edition to second edition, you know, I've been Mm -hmm. drooling all over this second one and I cannot (laughs) wait to have it. So I, so my assistant and I, uh, Whitney, we were sitting in the office and I'm like, dang it, I'm just going to order it. I'm like, do you want one too? And she's like, yes, I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) And so we are all excited. We're going to get the dated version um, so that we can, you know, get started. So I'm like, okay, I'm only wasting three months then. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You got your money's worth. (laughs) Yeah, I told, oh my gosh, I got my money's worth in the first month. So um, tell me a little bit about the changes because there's going to be quite a few people listening that have the first edition and what made you put some of the editions and things in the, in the second, uh, second edition. Okay. Great question. So the, with the first edition, and I'm assuming you have small business owners listening Absolutely. and, um, so with the first edition, hopefully this is an encouragement. I was kind of at a crossroads of like, am I going to put this out there or not? Or or am I going to keep this for myself? Because to put it out there for the masses, it was going to take a lot of work and production and all of that. Um, And I, and I wanted to like wait until it was perfect, but I was encouraged to just, if you wait till it's perfect, you're, 
not going to do it. You're just going to be waiting. And so I made this decision and it was late in the season last year. It really was a little too late, honestly, but I just, I just, I knew if I wasn't going to do it, then I wasn't going to do it. So I just moved forward and I had worked really hard on the like weekly layout, which I think is the main part of the planner that was ready to go. And then I just had to like wrap it up and send it to the printer. And the one thing that I didn't get to do last year was more robust goal setting. Cause that is so much a part of running a business and running your life with intention is goal setting. And, um, it had weekly review of your goals, but for those that don't know how to set goals or needed more support, I, I w- that's, what's in the second one. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to walk you through how do you set a specific goal so that when you go to review it every month, it's the right goal. And then also I was noticing, um, even in my own experience, I have set goals that probably weren't the right ones and weren't in line with my values. And so I achieved this goal and it just didn't, it didn't satisfy me the way I thought it would. And so I, I thought like we need to bring our true values into our goal setting, which you don't see very often. And so, um, that is also in the planner. First, you go through your values, figure out what are your like core guiding values, and then that will lead you right into the goal setting. And that's all in the beginning of the planner. This is so awesome. I mean, I, as I've been able to see the pages a little bit and some of the videos and things, like I like I said, I can't wait to get in. But the 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 ideal client truly for this planner is teams of direct sales uh, groups. I mean, not that small business owners wouldn't gobble this up as well, but I see myself and my crossline friends and so many people just within my direct sales company, but also in so many others being able to use this as a tool to lead their team, guide their team, whether it's mm-hmm. a retreat or virtual or whatever. And, and that's something that just gets me so excited because I think when you're, um, you know, talking about goals, you're right. A lot of people will just take a goal and think, oh yeah, this was, this is the goal I'm supposed to have. And I have so much experience with that because when I, Mm -hmm. my marketing and design company, you know, having that for almost a decade, I was following so many other people's lead on what my goal should be. And so that million dollar mark was a huge deal for me. And how many employees I had was a big deal. All while my marriage and my, you know, was falling (laughs) apart and my household was in shambles. And I mean, and it's, it's kind of funny now, (laughs) but at the time, you know, it wasn't, you know, my, Mm -hmm. my life was literally falling apart. And, and I would, I, I can for sure say that a large part of that was that I was not creating my goals around my values and, or, you know, or my, my priorities. And Mm -hmm. so if I was to say, Hey, my kiddos are at the top of the priority list or my husband, you know, my faith, my husband and kids at that time, you know, even a year ago, I would have been lying, like straight Mm -hmm. up lying, but I had no guide to get me there. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. really, you know, just makes me think. So I love that you're walking people through that because again, especially in, you know, direct sales, network marketing, that, that space, there's a lot of people that jump in that have never been in business. So maybe they haven't been to a networking event or, you know, heard a speaker talk about goal setting or any, any sort of uh, piece on values and intertwining Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I love it. And this time around, you have a little bit of a different design I've noticed. So it's a little more folk 
uh, feel <laughs> and yeah. kind of vibrant and fun. And so that was a big shift for you, I suppose, too, just having a little bit different uh, feel and look. Yes, it was weird because the first time I designed it, it was just what I wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, there's 500 people using it now. What are they, <laughs> yeah. they going to like? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Love it. So tell me a little bit. I mean, you, you shared a little bit about, you know, how you got started, why you got started, but as in, in things that we've talked about in the past about how it's changed your world and other people's worlds to really just be able to plan. I mean, whether they're using a soul planner or they're, they have another planner in front of them. Um, what is it that you feel is such a big shift in really scheduling out your priorities? Hmm. The cool thing I've been hearing is how do people are saying I've always used a planner and I've never stuck with it all year. And I think that's true for goal setting too. Oh, I've yeah. set a goal, but you don't carry it through. And I think like the really cool thing that I'm noticing with this is it's, it's creating a habit of living out your priorities, scheduling from your priorities. Um, and so you just keep going and it, and they're using it all the way through the year, which I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your original question? <laughs> yeah. Just like what scheduling your priorities, like what that has done and shifted for you and people that, you know, the 500 people that are already using this planner, which is amazing. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes, that, okay. So one thing I think really relevant in our culture right now, when you're, what I've noticed is when you figure out your priorities, which really comes from like, you make a, you really got to just start with a big brain dump, like get it all out. And then as you narrow it down to figure out what's really going to make the most use of my time, what's most important, what's going to move me forward, once you've narrowed that down to like your top activity, the world of distractions, I believe, becomes less powerful because distractions are, I mean, they're like surrounding us Mm -hmm. on our phones and just busy lifestyles. And it's so easy just to drift and end up somewhere you didn't mean to. <laughs> like scrolling scroll. on social media. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Before you're going to bed, you're just scrolling and you're not really feeling joyful as you go to sleep. Right. So, but when you are really clear on that one priority, you're now like making the choice of like, am I really going to scroll on Facebook instead of spending on the time of this one activity? Like it, it just makes it easier to say no to the distraction because I think it brings your priority into focus and it makes you, um, I guess just, it's easier to be more intentional with those moments because you're now aware it's, you know, once that awareness is there, um, it's a little, I think it's easier to say no to that distraction. Yep. I agree. I mean, as we think about, you know, hearing things like, you know, blocking our time out and making sure that, you know, we're blocking it out for the right things too. I mean, one thing that I found for me is I was always blocking out the afternoon to do writing because it was like the leftover thing. It's kind of Mm -hmm. like praying at night and then not talking Uh to God throughout the day. You know, it was just like in so many ways, I mean, that's way worse, but you know, I was writing (laughs) in the afternoon. Um, And I wasn't inspired at that time at all. And so I looked at it and I'm like, okay, so when am I inspired? And that sounds so like lame that it took me that long to have to ask myself that question. But um, when I did that, it was, oh, 
well, mornings are really good. And actually the best mornings are the mornings where I haven't gone through the stress of getting my kids ready. Now, I know not everyone has that luxury, but two days of the week, um, I have the option to get out of the house uh, before the kids are up if I want to, or at least not have to do the like, hurry up, get everything on and get down to the bus (laughs) uh, situation. And so sadly as it is, sometimes that really can put a kink in Mm -hmm. my creativity. So when I can just get up, and I can start writing without distraction, without the stress of everybody else, I start doing that. So the planner has really helped me to say, you know what? Mondays and Wednesdays are totally my jam for this. I love it. And then like this, Fridays are my podcast day. I absolutely love recording the podcast on Fridays. I'm excited. It's Friday instead of Friday, right? And so like <laughs> I, you know, start out my morning that way. And usually my afternoon is like celebration or yay, I hit this mm-hmm. goal or I did this thing. And and then I'm into the weekend with my family. And, you know, it sounds so crazy that one spiral bound, you know, many sheets of paper could get me there. <laughs> but there that piece was, you know, really huge to say oh, okay, I have all these days now laid out more than just like on my digital calendar, but I have all these days now laid out where it's like empty. It's like a blank slate. I get to put in there whatever I want. Mm -hmm. How do I want to actually put that, you know, in there in the right, in the right place. And so Mm -hmm. it was just examining my day and when I feel the best or when I want to, you know, be talking on the phone with my little coffee in hand and all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. So awesome. Okay. So you have three kiddos, right? Or more? Mm -hmm. Three. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought we had the same and your husband also works. And Mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about, well, for one, you went through quite the transition to say, I'm moving into this. Are you completely done with your direct sales business? Are you still holding on to it? Is it still a part of your life or? It's in my life. I'm just not in the leadership position that I was. Okay. So you, you gave this a priority and that Mm -hmm. is so awesome for, I think the people listening to here is that we have a lot of people. I have a lot of people around me that are chasing a couple different rabbits mm-hmm. <laughs> and are uh, in this kind of double minded space. And I totally honest, I've, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Um, I keep on, you know, making that less and less of a uh, factor in my life, but tell me about that transition and kind of like letting an old go, letting a new in and what that felt like. Mm, that's a good question, Tina. Cause I really thought I would stay as a leader in that business for the rest of my life. Like yeah. that's what I saw myself doing. And I have learned that sometimes as a leader, it, it, it might be time to pivot mm. and, uh, just to notice like what's going on in your life. So in that season, I had just had the third baby and I um, would be working and I would come home and I'm very introverted. So to be in a business, right. I'd be in front of people a lot. I would come home drained, which was okay. When I was like newly married and I had a lot more energy, I mastered the business, but I started coming home like so just drained. And then I'd have these three small kids where I needed a lot of energy for. And so I, I just started noticing like, what are my strengths? Where are my sweet spots? Um, when I started working on the planner, I started noticing new strengths come out that I didn't realize I had and just a new joys come. And so just starting to listen to that. And, 
I definitely came to a point where I wanted to do it all. I was like holding onto all of it. It was like a little kid holding onto all this candy. Like don't take anything (laughs) away from me. I'm not trading. (laughs) I'm not trading. (laughs) Not letting this go. But I was like, I'm doing all of this like halfway. I cannot do all of this. And I, I remember driving and hearing God say, I can't, I want to give you so much more, Sarah, but I cannot give you more until you let something go. You have to set something down. And I just knew at that moment it was going to be time, even though it's going to be hard. And there was relationships that was going to be like a transition. Um, but I just knew, um, you know, once, once I had heard that, I'm like, well, I can't ignore that voice. So, yeah, that's one that you just, you usually can't. And that just gave me chills because hearing his voice so deeply in, in that when it's about your work and then when it's about your life, when it's about, you know, all the things like, it's just, it's crazy. And sometimes I think it's hard to hear that when it is about business because you're mm-hmm. like, Oh wait, God, do you like want to be in this part of my life too? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> like, duh, of course he does. <laughs> but, um, sometimes I don't know. I forget that. I don't want to put that on. Yeah. Else, but I forget that. I'm like, Oh yeah. You like designed me to be this unique person and developed all these things. And, and here's another thing that I think can be really tough is when we've created something like we never want to uncreate it. Like, Mm -hmm. we're like, oh my gosh, but I put in all this time and I did all these things and like, this is who I am and this is where my identity is. And, and like, I, if I quit, will it be like, well, I have like failed or like, is it okay? And I mean, Mm -hmm. all of those different questions and really truly like, is this who I am anymore? So I could go on and on about that because I've been in transition in tons of areas of my life, to be honest, you know, in, in the last couple of years and had several businesses and several businesses, no longer, (laughs) you know, and that's so true. Like that whole idea of, Hey, guess what? Like if I'm going to give you this to you, you have to set something down. Mm -hmm. And I love, love, love that analogy. So it doesn't mean it was a failure, but that's really hard to, to recognize. You feel like, Oh gosh, I, I fail or I quit. You feel like a quitter in some way when you're really just taking a step of obedience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And two, here's another thing that would really help me. And if someone's out there right now listening to this thinking, oh my gosh, I have like five things I'm doing. Set one down. (laughs) Like, please set one down. Um, But in the process to get there, I think part of it is to understand that what you did in the past doesn't have to be separate from what you're doing Mm -hmm. now. It was a stepping stone in Mm -hmm. there or it was what got you to where and what you're doing. I mean, had you not done your direct sales business, would you be creating a planner that was, Mm -mm. you know, very focused for small businesses? I mean, that you wouldn't have even known to do that. And so I just, I love how it can keep weaving in um, to your life. So I love this so much. So Sarah, there's, uh, I mean, a huge, of course, you know, current, if you guys are listening to this, you know, within the next few days of this going live, you'll know that uh, Sarah's rocking a beautiful little launch. And of course, I'd love for you to go jump into that. She has a contest going really, really fun. But I want to know from like my marketing side of my like brain. And, you know, I just love to, I'm curious is what it is. Uh, Tell me a little bit about this contest and 
how you put it together, where the ideas came from, because I'm geeking out on it. I'm like, oh, there's another way I can get another point. Like you have got my competitive side, like going like crazy. Well, it's funny because that's another thing that came from direct sales because the last year when I was like, I'm going to put this out there. And um, it was like, okay, if I, if we want this to be a planner that we can print, we have to sell at least, you know, around 150. That was the number last year. I'm like, I, okay, I know about 10 people that'll buy one. Where am I going (laughs) to find the other 140? Um, So when I thought about this viral contest um, concept, I connected with it because in my direct sales company, the scoreboard um, motivated me. I like to see where I was ranking and that anybody could get to the top. And also just the community that forms when people are going towards a goal. And I was just thinking about other people that are not in direct sales. They don't ever get to experience that and the thrill of being on a leaderboard and all of that. And so I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do, this is the way I'm going to choose to market this so that everyone can participate in this game together and earn points and, um, it's really fun to see people sharing it on social media. And, and then obviously it gets into way more hands than I could ever share it with. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's been fun. I've been seeing some of my friends share that then had bought the first one uh, because I had shared and geeked out about it prior to that. And now they're like sharing the contest. I'm like, yes, I love this whole, <laughs> like, let's keep it going. So, um, yeah. so for those of you that haven't went to her website yet, it's soulplanners.com with an S, correct? Yep. Okay, Soul Planners, S-O-L. Um, and on there, you'll be able to find a beautiful, like she has the most awesome newsletter and I'll let you talk a little. Newsletters are really a bad word. I hate the word newsletter, but people understand it. Right? Yes, we know what you're I'll, have, yeah, I'll have you share that. Um, but also you can jump into the, the contest there. But so... Um, to, for those of you that aren't looking at it right now, the contest gives you points for every little share you do or post or uh, referral, do a video, read this, watch this. It's so, so fun. So at the very least, go check that out. Um, but Sarah, tell me, tell us about uh, these uh, beautiful downloads that we get every single month, which I absolutely love. I've been using many of them. <laughs> I used uh, the packing one. I've used um, meal planning, which I hear is now in the second uh, edition of the, the planner. So share a little bit about those, even though I've dropped hints already. <laughs> yes. Okay. So if you want to be a part of the email list, um, you get one email a month. And in, in that email, um, I give a free printable And I try to just create additional tools that are not in the planner that would help you with your time or organization or anything in that realm. And it was fun. So this was my first year doing it. And every month I'd send out a a printable. And um, some of those printables are now in the new planners just kind of allows me to test like new things that Mm -hmm. people would, would use. And now it's fun because I'm getting ideas all the time. They're like, have you ever thought about this as a printable? And I'm like, no, I'm always looking for, for new ideas. So it's been fun to see that part grow. So yeah. who knows? There might be some printables this year that would end up in the next edition. Yes, I love that. Okay, so for this second edition, 
There's two different color choices, which I'm not going to lie, was a little difficult for me to choose. And then there's also the option of having it with no dates and dates. So basically four different options that you are printing this time around, correct? Correct. Yeah. What a process. I mean, yes. <laughs> I can't like I I had to I had to follow your designer because I was like this chick has got it down like She's this. Got is, yeah, she totally does. I just love it. I love 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 it. And I know that you had a huge piece in the design space as well. So, do you have a design background, or is just something you've enjoyed, you love? Like, where does that all come from? Gosh, I just love seeing how different pieces of your life come together. So, in high school. I did love art, photography, drawing, all of that. Um, I, when I went to college, I was like, okay, it's either going to be something like graphic design or social work. <laughs> and I went into the <laughs> social work wrong. Interesting. Yeah. And I, as I wanted to help people and I thought that um, if I went the art route, um, like my joy would have to become my job. And I, you know, I, I just didn't have the knowledge then that you could do both. Um right. But it's funny how we come all the way back. So in high school, I learned Photoshop in a photography class. I had have, have not used that skill since then. So here I am many, many years <laughs> later um, when I'm trying to design this planner, I had to use the, the Adobe Illustrator. Um, and it was, it was like it just came back. I, I, my fingers knew all the shortcuts. Like I just knew how to use it. It was so just that knowledge had been buried somewhere in there and it came back to life when I brought it back out. That's awesome. I love it. Love it. So that, I mean, I went to school for graphic design. It's funny because I went to college thinking I was going to go to school for psychology and ceramics. So basically I was going to be talking to people at art fairs on the weekends. I don't know what I thought. Um, But I I ended up with a graphic design uh, marketing degree. So funny that we kind of, uh, we went the opposite path and now look at you designing up all this beautiful stuff for all of us. So now Okay. So just kind of wrapping up, I mean, I, I think we could probably talk for days and days and days on end. Um, but share one thing. So I know that this journey in just business in general, like we paint this beautiful picture of, you know, it just being awesome, right? Like, it's just like, Oh, I was able to create this planner and all this stuff. So I love to hear, not because I want to lament in your, um, sadness, but has there been an obstacle in this journey or your past journey that has brought you to where you're at, that you can kind of put a, I don't know, kind of put a stamp on to say, yep, this, although it was hard, it's now helped. Oh, yes. I, think, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you're a small business owner, so I can't imagine yeah. someone saying no. <laughs> it is interesting when there's a need and a problem, that's when we get most creative. Mm-hmm. So in the season, um, towards the end of my direct sales business, um, I was struggling. I was, cause I wasn't, um, I was, didn't have energy. I was struggling with joy. And, um, this ended up being a, like a therapeutic outlet for me just to tinker on the computer and design this. But also I had like, I was struggling financially at that time. And so I just hope this gives hope to people that have a dream and they want to start something, but they feel like they have no resources because that's okay. Um, I didn't think I could change anything in my situation, but I feel like when you're backed into a corner, like you, you make the choice and you fight back. And, um, 
that was where I was. I didn't think I could launch a whole new business with $0 in my bank account, but I did. I figured out a way to do the contest and get the word out. And I was able to launch this whole new business, investing zero of my own money. Um, and then it later returning a profit for us and joy and energy and um, just a new chapter in our life. That is beautiful. And encouraging. I imagine that there are people out there like thinking, yes, I can do this. I can grow this. And that's a possibility. So, okay. One last question as we look out in the future. So strategic and futuristic are two of my top strengths and strengths finder. So if you guys have not taken (laughs) your strength finder test, go run and do that right away. Because what I've found is even within the planner is when I'm creating my to-do's, and creating my priorities and doing all of that, I make sure that they actually line up in my strengths so that I actually enjoy what I'm doing <laughs> that day mm-hmm. too. And so one thing, one question I just love asking business owners is as you look out into the future and you just vision cast like crazy, I know your, your immediate goal is 200 planners and they can be sent to print. What do you see you know, even a year out, you're going to be launching the third version. I have no doubt, or I'll be mad at you. I'll be knocking on your door <laughs> and I have your address. So I'll be knocking on your door. You will. Um, I would not put that past you. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so what do you see? Where do you see soul planners? Where do you see Sarah light? Where is the vision going? It's mm, a great question. I would love to see this grow, just grow so that there is a movement of women um, being intentional with their time because I think one of the things that come from that is their strengths and their gifts are how you can invest in your strengths and your gifts when you're utilizing your time. I just think there's a lot of women just sitting on their talents because they're distracted or busy or just they think it's selfish or they're afraid. Yeah. Um, but to see women flourishing in the business realm, I would love for it to grow just so that would happen. Um, and then honestly, I've thought a lot about would I want this to become a national brand and because I love the creative process of developing the planner and I'm, a, I would be afraid to let that go. So I'm like, at some point I'm going to have to decide, do we keep getting bigger and bigger or do I choose to stay smaller? And I, I don't know how to answer that question yet. Yeah, no. And that's totally fine. And I think sometimes when we, you know, vision cast or toss things out there. It's like, especially as women of faith to be like, okay, God, I'm giving you the reins and I have no idea what you're going to do with this, but I trust you. And if this is supposed to be, you will make it. And so I, I love that uh, kind of vision and, and peace about it. So one amazing thing we have to share is that Soul Planners is our new sponsor uh, for this beautiful podcast. And I couldn't be more excited. Clearly, you guys have heard me like crush all over this uh, product and Sarah this whole time. So when I reached out to Sarah and I was like, hey, like this could be a really great little marriage we got here. Yes. (laughs) Uh, She's like, yes, I love it. So here we are. You'll hear little snippets here and there about the Soul Planner especially uh, when we get the beautiful printables every month. I will be gaga over those. And um, hopefully we'll hear again from Sarah on the podcast as uh, things map out. And I would love to hear how this starts progressing over, you know, the next few months because, hey, we'll be in January uh, before we know it. And lots of people will be starting the 
vision uh, casting for all the ideas that they have for uh, the beautiful new year. So Sarah, yeah, thank you for hanging out today. Um, And I'm so excited to see where everything goes. And I can't wait. I can't, can't, can't wait to have that soul planner in my hands. Yay. (laughs) Awesome. Well, have a great day, everyone. Excited to uh, have you all listening in. Uh, This will be, of course, the first uh, podcast we have out here with a guest. And you will see a guest probably about every 10 episodes uh, or so. And we have some fabulous, fabulous um, episodes coming up uh, here in the next few days. So tune in. Uh, For those of you uh, still listening through all this crazy, I would absolutely love if you did two things, went and reviewed the podcast and made sure you went and checked out Soul Planners. If you listen to this whole thing, I can't imagine you're not already on the site, uh, ordering, grabbing it up uh, (laughs) and dreaming about filling those in. So thank you everyone for being here and we will see you on the show next time.